VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. And thank you for joining us on Crosstalk, coming your way from the VCY American Network. And ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to start out with a grand announcement today. We would like to welcome brand new listeners in Bronxville and New York City, listening over 103.9 FM, WVBN. We welcome you to the VCY America family and to our daily Crosstalk radio broadcast that airs at 2 p.m. Central, 3 o'clock Eastern, each and every weekday afternoon. But a special word of welcome to those of you in the greater New York City area, uh, broadcasting from Bronxville, 103.9 on the radio dial, WVBN. Well, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow evening, President Biden will be delivering his State of the Union Address. He's going to be speaking of his accomplishments, his goals, and his initiatives. Many have said even paving the way for a future announcement pertaining to re-election. Just a little analysis from some of the media, some coming from the left, some coming from the right. Uh, From the Washington Post, we see this story. President Joe Biden will use his second State of the Union address Tuesday to remind Americans of how their lives have been improved over his first two years in office as he tries to confront pessimism in the country and navigate the tricky politics of a newly divided Washington. Biden's expected to vote much of his speech to highlighting his efforts over the past two years to create jobs, fight inflation, and improve the nation's infrastructure. A statement from the White House, oh, actually from Mr. Biden himself on Friday, say, I'll be reporting on the State of the Union. He was saying this on Friday afternoon. He said, today I'm happy to report that the State of the Union and the state of our economy is strong, is strong. He said, jobs are up, wages are up, inflation is down. COVID no longer controls our lives, he told the Democratic National Committee on Friday. But now the extreme mega Republicans in the House of Representatives have made it clear that they intend to put it all at risk. They intend to destroy it. (laughs) Okay, well, with large scale bipartisanship remains unlikely, Biden is set to reissue his 2022 appeal for Congress to get behind his unity agenda of actions to address the opioid epidemic, mental health, veterans' health, and cancer. Also calling on lawmakers to responsibly raise the debt limit and keep the government funded. The president has remained opposed to negotiating to avoid default, while Republicans are pushing for unspecified deep spending cuts to reduce the deficit. Biden, according to two administration officials who requested anonymity uh, to preview, uh, preview the speech, was also expected to discuss his decision to shoot down the suspected Chinese surveillance balloon Saturday as part of a broader section on countering China's more assertive economic and military actions around the world. Still, only a quarter of U.S. adults say things in the country are headed in the right direction, according to a new poll, the Associated Press, NORC Center for Public Affairs Research. About three quarters say things are on the wrong track. Also, views of the national economy remain deeply negative. 24% calling the national economy good, 76% calling it poor. 41% of Democrats, 8% of Republicans called the economy good. After the speech, Biden, his vice president, his cabinet are planning to hold over 30 events in two days. Uh, President Biden will be visiting uh, Wisconsin to discuss job creation on Wednesday. And on Thursday, will be in Tampa, Florida to talk about his efforts to lower prescription drug costs and to protect Social Security and Medicare. That coming from the Washington Post. Fox News is saying that President Biden has faced a series of domestic and foreign policy crises since he declared the State of the Union to be strong during his most recent address to Congress 11 months ago. In which he said, we are stronger today than we were a year ago, and we will be stronger a year from now than we are today. However, since the president's remarks, the nation has struggled to suppress the growing migrant surge at the U.S.-Mexico border. Gasoline prices hit an all-time record. Inflation reached a 40-year high. Continuing supply chain issues led to a nationwide shortage of baby formula. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has escalated with no end in sight, and Biden has faced pressure over his mishandling of classified documents when he served as vice president. 
The most recent crisis to hit the White House has been the revelation that a Chinese spy balloon flying across the United States gathering intelligence on strategic sites throughout the Midwest. On Saturday, seven days after the balloon was first discovered by defense officials off the western coast of Alaska and two days after Pentagon publicly acknowledged it, a U.S. military fighter jet brought that balloon down out of the sky over the Atlantic Ocean. While Biden and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin explained that the delay response was to protect Americans who may have uh, been harmed were the balloon to fall on land, Republican lawmakers blasted the administration for being too weak. One GOP congressman said the incident was enough to warrant Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris to resign. The catastrophic Chinese spy balloon spectacle clearly threatened American families from Alaska to my home community in South Carolina and confirms... President Biden and Vice President Harris should resign, said Representative Joe Wilson of South Carolina. The president has also been heavily criticized for a scandal revolving around how he mishandled classified documents from his tenure in the Obama administration. In addition, the border crisis over the last year has sparked calls for Biden to take a more aggressive action on immigration. The Fox News article goes on to say inflation has remained a key component of America since Biden's last State of the Union address. In June, months after the address, inflation surged 9.1 percent year over year, the fastest uptick of its kind since 1981. Rising consumer prices have impacted every aspect of Americans' lives from energy and food to shelter, apparel and everyday goods. So while inflation has fallen below 7%, it remains far higher than the government targets, and the Federal Reserve has continued tightening interest rates, which could have negative reverberations throughout the United States economy, reports Fox News. Looking at USA Today, politicians who plan to use Sunday talks to discuss President Joe Biden's State of the Union address found themselves instead arguing about the shootdown of a Chinese surveillance balloon. It's very interesting, folks, in, in light of all the people that were invited to come on and talk about the, the uh, State of the uh, Union and so forth, they were all talking about the balloon. Transportation Secretary Put, uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, said Biden showed strength and patience in taking down the spy balloon after it had drifted over the ocean. Republicans said the entire balloon incident reflected Biden's weakness toward an increasingly aggressive China. The president allowed this to go across our most sensitive military sites, said Representative Mike Turner of Ohio. Um, Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin, congressman, said uh, Sunday morning that the, the balloon was akin to a robber on your front porch and inviting him in. Uh, a statement from Marco Rubio said it's not just the balloon, it's the message that they're trying to send the world that we can do whatever we want and America can't stop us. China is expected to be a topic when Biden delivers his primetime State of the Union speech on Tuesday evening. However, Cory Booker was on Meet the Press, and he said the military made a thoughtful decision and waiting until the balloon was beyond U.S. territory and a possible threat to the people. But what threat, folks? What threat was there by that balloon flying over sensitive uh, targets all across this nation? Taking a look also here from the Daily Caller, Transportation Secretary Pete uh, Buddha Judge has said uh, Sunday on CNN's State of the Union that Americans cannot argue against President Joe Biden's record ahead of the union address. Uh, Jake Tapper of CNN brought up concerns about Biden's age, saying he's going to be 81 on Election Day, uh, referring to it as a generational argument. Uh, but uh, former Mayor Pete said this, now Secretary Pete, at the end of the day, you can argue with the extraordinary accomplishments more than almost any other modern president that President Biden achieved again under the toughest of circumstances. I'd like you to hear this exchange that happened between uh, Pete Buttigieg and also Jake Tapper on CNN on yesterday. Um, he'll be 81 on Election Day in 2024. Uh, Republicans such as Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley uh, are already seeming to make a generational argument. Uh, whether that's aimed at Biden or Trump, it doesn't really matter. They're both uh, in advanced years. Uh, you made a similar generational argument when you were running uh, against uh, Joe Biden for president yourself. Are you worried that it could work in 2024? Generational arguments can be powerful. As you said, I've, I've used them myself. The most powerful argument of all is results. And you can't argue, at least I, I would say, you can't argue with a straight face, uh, that it isn't a good thing that we have had 
12 million jobs created under this president. And by the way, uh, a lot of the jobs are in manufacturing. As, as somebody who grew up in the industrial Midwest, uh, it's been so moving to see hundreds of thousands of good-paying manufacturing jobs being created, including in rural areas, small towns in places like uh, Tennessee and, and Louisiana and Georgia and Indiana, uh, the kind of growth that benefits the entire American people. And I think when you look at that, when you look at what America was up against when President Biden took office and what has been delivered, again, just in these first two years of this administration, let alone what's possible as we actually start entering more and more, for example, of the construction phase on the infrastructure law, mm -hmm. I think those results are going to continue to accumulate. People will uh, toss whatever argument they can into the mix that they think is, is going to benefit them the most. But at the end of the day, you can't argue with the extraordinary accomplishments, more than almost any other modern president that, that President Biden has achieved, again, under the toughest of circumstances. Interesting comment. At the end of the day, you can't argue about that extraordinary achievements coming under President Joe Biden. Well, friends, uh, according here, a Daily Caller it reports in a new ABC News Washington Post poll found that the highest number of Americans in four decades say they are worse off under the current administration. The poll was released Sunday, found that four in 10 Americans say their financial situation has gotten worse since President Joe Biden took office, which is the most in ABC News Washington Post polls dating back 37 years, according to ABC News. Just 16 percent of those polled said they were better off under Biden. The same poll also found that roughly six in 10 self-described Democrat adults do not want Biden to win the nomination for the role. The poll found that if the election were held today between Biden and Trump, 48% would support Trump, 44% would support Biden. USA Today also reporting that the parents of Tyree Nichols will be attending the State of the Union address uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, they were invited by Congressional Black Caucus Chairman Steve Horsford. Uh, also uh, here, Washington Free Beacon indicating that freshman Congressman Juan Siscomani from Arizona will be delivering the official Spanish language response to President Joe Biden's February 7th State of the Union. And the Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, newly elected, will be delivering the Republican uh, response, the English response, tomorrow evening. Well, friends, in light of all this that's taking place, as we know, tomorrow, President Biden will be delivering the State of the Union address, uh, touting his accomplishments, his goals, his initiatives. And today, we're going to give you up to a minute on Crosstalk to share how you see the State of the Union in light of where we are fiscally, in light of where we are educationally as a nation, in light of where we are in energy independence, in light of where we are militarily in the defense of our nation. In light of where we are in foreign affairs, in light of where we are with COVID and the shot, in light of where we are with border security, in light of where we are with the environment, our food supply, transportation, uh, in light of where we are morally and spiritually as a nation, how would you describe the state of the nation? We're opening our phone lines right now to Crosstalk, our number 800-733-9829, 1-800-733-9829. This past Friday, President Biden saying the State of the Union is strong. Do you agree with him in that regard? Your assessment, we're going to hear from people across this nation today tuning into Crosstalk to hear from you as you see the State of the Union. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY America Network. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist and creation researcher with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, are animals more and more intelligent as they march up the evolutionary tree? Chris, let's get this straight. Evolution did not happen. There is no valid evolutionary tree. There are no higher animals. It stands to reason in evolution that the apes would be the most intelligent of the animals, only bested by mankind. While it is true that apes have a larger brain than do, say, toads, there are a lot of animals thought to be lower on the evolutionary tree which are quite intelligent. A number of insects can do things that would astound you. Now even a fish has been discovered that can use tools in digging its burrow. Chris, there is no hierarchy of the animals leading to man. Each of the animals were created separately after their kind, each with unique abilities. Chris, it makes so much sense when you go back to Genesis for your starting point. 
you can find us on the web at www.icr.org. This is Crosstalk coming your way from the VCY American Network. Again, a special welcome to those of you listening in the Bronxville, New York City area, over 103.9 FM, WVBN, and uh, welcome you here to the program, Crosstalk. Today, the State of the Union, the people speak, giving you opportunity to take uh, up to a minute maximum uh, to share from your perspective how you see the state of the union, how you see the state of the nation as we talked about the various components here just before the break today. So right down the number, the lines are all packed right now, but as you hear somebody hang up, that's your opportunity to pick up your phone and give us a call. Right down the number, it's 800 733-9829. We begin with Mike in Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Mike, your assessment on the State of the Union. The country is strong, and this um, mishap or uh, misadventure with the Chinese balloon is a blessing in disguise. It shows what incompetent putts um, our president is. It's just it's ridiculous. They should have shot down the balloon several days before they did <clears throat> And I have a question for you. Have they made any announcements as to when they will say what was found on that balloon, the equipment and stuff? There's no, no, there's nothing that's come forth in the news on that regard. Uh, We're all waiting to hear what they did find. But uh, thanks for your assessment uh, here on the State of the Union. Dave in Kenosha, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Jim. Uh, You went through such a list. There are different things, and I'll try to hit a few of them in a short period of time. You know, financially, inflation is off the charts. Energy, we know we're paying more, and that's continually manipulated. It's sad because we have a lot of fuel right in our country. The military is weak. You know, there's been much commentary on that. Medically, we've been deceived. Our borders are broken. Food costs more, and it's it's harder to find various products. And morally, bankrupt. Uh, The family is being challenged, and... As far as the leadership, I feel like uh, in the White House we've been deceived and lied to and negligent concerning the balloon. But I want to footnote it that on a positive note, uh, if my people, we need to pray about these matters and and occupy till he comes and be ready to give an answer. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Dave. Let's go to Eddie next, Glasgow, Kentucky. You're on the air. Hey, Jim. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate the great job you do informing people about what's going on and i just like to say this uh we went from the united states of america to uh i guess diversity states uh we're not united on anything and this country's suffering because of it sexually it's sinking to the bottom spiritually they're trying to take the place of god they need to let god do his job and just enjoy the few days god gives them to live but God bless you, Brother Jim. You do such a good job. Keep up the great job, Brother. Thank you, Eddie, for your call. Let's go to Anthony, uh, Anthony calling from Eagle. You're on the air. Hi. Um, I would probably say we are probably the weakest we have ever been since the beginning of America. And whether you want to say because of inflation, military, or just because we have poor leadership, I would say for me the biggest sign of weakness is really um, – just how we deal, dealt with COVID and foreign affairs. We are publicly saying, hey, this is what we're doing militarily and everything, and then we're not fully following the science behind the pandemic. And I, on Liberty Council, I kind of follow some of their uh, stuff, and they were saying about the shots of all the adverse effects of how they're not really doing anything about them and not pulling back the vaccine, even though it has more adverse effects than every single vaccine since the 1990s. So I would just say on that alone, we're not taking care of our own people. And for me, that would be a big reason why I say we're very weak at the moment. Anthony, thanks for your assessment. Uh, Edie is next, calling from Burlington. Edie, you're on the air. Yeah, I would say that we're not really united at all. Um, I'm actually encouraged by the eastern part of Oregon, which is planning on seceding and joining Idaho. And there's also all of the state of California 
minus L.A. County, where we used to live for over a decade, and uh, some small county in the middle of San Francisco, and all the rest of the state wants to secede. So while I see signs of hope, the globalists, whoever, would like for that not to happen. Um, But, you know, my prayer from way back in 2000 was for this nation to rise up. And the patriots did rise up, and they were united, but we've had two stolen elections. So as long as we pray, there's hope. Thank you, Edie. Thank you for your call. We're having you give your assessment, the people speaking today on the State of the Union. John is next in Lubbock, Texas. John, you're on the air. Hey, Jim. Thank you so much for taking my call. The current state of the United States, based under this uh, blatant, obvious, arrogant corruption with with every sect of the admin, of this administration, from transportation to DOD to uh, commerce to the Department of Treasury, Interior, everything. There, there is no facet of this administration that is not purposely self-inflicting all these wounds on the American people. And the Democrat Party is not doing anything, at least to my knowledge, of what any of their constituents are wanting them to do. They're kind of just taking everything on a personal level and just deciding how they are going to run the country uh, based on their own personal agenda versus anything that that their constituents have voted for, everything from abortion to uh, transgender agenda to CRT to uh, extreme inflation, uh, you go to the supermarket. We went shopping just the other day, and uh, we spent way over what uh, we would have anticipated to spend under President Trump. I'd say probably at least uh, 150% over what we normally would spend uh, based on product costs. Well, John, and thank you. the thing that these things that are ongoing mm-hmm. are all on purpose. They're all purposeful. They have this global agenda that the United States citizens, I don't believe, are going to stand for it. And quite frankly, I believe a huge majority are sick of it. Thank you, John, for your assessment. And uh, forgive me for cutting you off, but we're trying to get many on and take about up to a minute max here for your comment. Brad in West Dallas, you're on the air. Hey, Brother Jim. The state of this nation, to me, looks like we're going down the tubes. All of our money, which we don't even really have, is being spread all over the world with this spendthrift in the White House. $30 trillion in debt or better. Inflation is in the stratosphere. We've lost jobs and our energy independence because most of the oil drilling was kiboshed. We've got the lies about COVID. We've got the COVID fake vaccine, which results in real deaths. The January 6th, Patriots are in the gulag. We've got a foreign invasion at our border. We've got the stripping of our God-given rights from us. And we still have stolen elections. Lord, have mercy on us. Thank you, Brad, for your call here today. I don't think we're going to be hearing that in the speech tomorrow evening. John in Lance, Michigan, you're on the air. Hello, James. Eggs are up. What from a dollar to five or four fifty? Uh, gas has doubled, and they still tell us it's eight or nine percent inflation. I don't know what numbers they're using, but not those numbers. I don't know what they figure in on things. It's two years later. They're still blaming Trump for everything. They can't get over the guy. Don't believe your eyes. Believe us. Believe the gulag. And I did want to say congratulations on WFAS in in New York. Thank you so much for your time and trouble. You're so welcome. Thanks for the call. And call letters are changed for WFAS, now WVBN, the new calls for the signal there. Uh, Let's go to Terry in Danville, Kentucky. You're on the air. Yes, uh, we we can talk about everything that they have done wrong, and, and we can talk about how we need to pray. But God tells us to lean in. Uh, if we don't get into the marketplace of ideas and get conservative Christian 
men and women into offices, and I'm starting with the school board. Uh, the president's the least of our concern. Mm-hmm. Um, if, I, if we don't, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, Terry, and you're 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 right on with those comments here. But let get what is your assessment of what the State of the Union is today? It is in agreement with everything that you listed opening up, Brother Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, we the solution is in the hands of the church. The church is in the same state as the union. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for the Thanks call. Thanks for being there. I appreciate Indeed. it. Indeed. Yeah, Scripture says righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. Merle in Tennessee, how do you see the state of the union? Yeah, Jim. If you're a Marxist, an atheist, or a member of the LGBTQ XYZ community, the state of the union is right on track. You've said a lot. Thank you, Merle. Uh, Alice in Centerton, Arkansas, how do you see the State of the Union? We are a nation that has forgotten God. I believe God has turned us over to a reprobate mind that the spiritual wickedness in high places is ruling this nation. I believe the only hope for this nation is a Holy Ghost revival, obedience to God's Word. If God be for us, who can be against us? But God is against this nation until there would be a revival. God have mercy. Thank you for your call. We've got next uh, Lauren in Los Angeles, California. Lauren, you're on the air. Yes, hello, uh, and hello, um, everyone else in America, all Americans. Um, I, I One thing I find uh, fascinating about uh, this conversation is that I'm in Los Angeles, California, and everyone that I talk to in Liberalville, California, Los Angeles, no one is happy with how the country is going at all. Uh, no one believes um, any of the liberal media. No one knows anything about any of the conservative or the Christian media in Los Angeles in general. Um, so in terms of State of the Union, no one is happy about our country. Um, what do you think about that, that disconnect? Yeah, it is quite a disconnect. And uh, thank you for raising that issue. As we're told, everything is just humming along so wonderfully. And uh, thank you for the comment. Fred is next. Milwaukee, you're on the air. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, uh, this is a planned, organized disorganization going on. And you folks are the Radio Free America for the whole world on the computer, you know, Internet and so on. And keep on preaching First Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, the gospel by which you are saved according to the Scriptures. And I appreciate all that you're saying and doing, and hope that America hears the rest of message along with the whole world. Thank you, Fred. Friends, we're uh, just seconds away from the break, so we'll take the break. Uh, Joel, stay on the line in uh, South Dakota. We'll be getting to you next. Our telephone number to Crosstalk, we're giving you an opportunity. The State of the Union, the people speak. From corner to corner, we're hearing from states all across this nation. How do you see the State of the Union? Tomorrow evening, we're going to be hearing from President Biden as through his eyes, uh, through his vantage point, we want to hear from the people today. Our number, 800 733 That's 1-800-733-9829. Back in one minute, you're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY American Network. Year after year, generation after generation, we as Americans enjoy the right and opportunity to let our voices be heard through the election of our governing officials. With over 200 years of peaceful transition from one elected body to another, the stability of America's republic stands alone among nations. Our founders pledged their life, their fortune, and their sacred honor in the establishment of this nation. Our country's founding documents have guided this nation and are the substance by which today's laws are judged. Do you own a copy of the Constitution? Documents of Freedom is a pocket-sized booklet containing the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and all other amendments passed. The booklet also features the Declaration of Independence and Washington's Farewell. 
Documents of Freedom is available for a donation of $5 or more to VCY America and can be made by calling 1-800-729-9829. That's 1-800-729-9829. The State of the Union, the people speak, and uh, giving you that opportunity to call today uh, to share your perspective, and uh, we'll be going right back to the phone lines today. Uh, Right now, they're all packed, but as soon as somebody hangs up, if you hear their comment, know that that line is opened up, and we'd like to invite you to be a part of the discussion here today on Crosstalk. We're going to uh, continue in South Dakota with Joel calling from Sioux Falls. You're on the air. Hello, sir. Thank you for uh, answering my call, and I appreciate your show. I listen to it daily, or at least try to. Um, and, re- you know, I am I am concerned about a lot of this uh, these problems that we are having in our country. And, it, you know, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and he shall, he shall make all else uh, add unto you. Are you I forget. No, I, no, I can't remember the verse. Right. Anyway, um, you know, as far as, um, well, you know, like basically like the gun control, I think sometimes if we get back to the Bible, start teaching uh, Sunday school, start teaching the Word of God, we might take, because weapons don't kill. I was in the military, and I know that a gun cannot kill a person. It's the person behind the gun that kills. There's so much about NRAs doing all this. Uh, that's, that's hogwash. It's the person that is not properly trained on how to handle the weapon, and they've been flooded with programs and games on how to shoot. Secondly, on the, the balloon, I think that, you know, we, sh- we should have just used a, uh, an Android or, or a, a little robot to fly up there and take it back to him and say, here you go, you can have your stuff back. But what we should have done, what the generals of the big brass in this country did shoot it down. Now, President Biden said Wednesday he said shoot it down. But the, the brass and the intelligent Bidens of our, that run our country have to have, like, when I was in the military, you learned how tell to... Tell you what, John, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to interrupt you here. We're staying on the State of the Union, so I uh, just want to get that, that main comment there. But uh, give me a final comment, and then we'll move on to the next caller here. Yes, yes. Um, we don't know if the State of our Union is being attacked by a chemical in that balloon from COVID or from Amtrak's. You know, as far as monitoring our systems, they could be giving it to Russia because Russia swore they would... They would attack anybody who defends Iraq, you know, and he already, or Ukraine, and he already said that uh, he told he told his his prisoners to go attack Ukraine because there's Nazis in America. Thank you, Joel. Thank you for taking time to call us today, Adam in Inglewood, Florida. You're on the air. Your view on the State of the Union? Hi there. Um, my view on the State of the Union from where I live is that uh, you know. My my obedience to God's word, which is not perfect, far from it, is directly related to the state of my life and my affairs. And I think that if we go back to ourselves and our our walk with God, um, God puts those in power in power, and He removes them from power when when the job is through. Everything's in His hands, and we need to continue to trust that. Thank you for your call, uh, Brian, Palestine, Texas. You're on the air. Yes. I was just calling about the State of the Union. I think the State of the Union is beyond belief. We were formed by God. We were formed for freedom from religion. And until people go back to God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, mm-hmm. we don't stand it. Okay. Thank you for your comments. Paul in Bussy, Iowa, you're on the air. Yes. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Ephesians 2 starts out saying, And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time uh, past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and we're by nature children of wrath, even as others. Uh, it's apparent for thousands of years the devil's had a hold of this world, and I don't think it's going to change all that quick. It's apparent also that uh, this is just a boot camp uh, experience for us, a brief time on earth for eternity in heaven. Hmm. And I think we need to thank God for the opportunity to 
to uh, spread the message of Christ in a dying world. Thank you, Paul. And thank, yeah. thank you so much for your call here today. Our number, 800-733-9829. The State of the Union, getting your assessment on that. Ed is next in Spencer, Tennessee. You're on the air. Yes, hello, Rob. I think the State of the Union reflects the president, and um, as far as I'm concerned, he's an imposter and a quizzing, and uh, nothing good will come from that. That's it. Okay, Michael in Brookfield, you're on the air. Hi, I I think that the United States is uh, in peril right now because the man who is our president and his State of the Union he's going to give is going to be nothing but a bunch of lies. The man and his uh, chief of staff, Milley, uh, didn't do anything about this balloon going over our country, our union. How can they do that? I mean, this is a dry run, I believe, for an EP, EP, uh, EMP. It's not surveilling anything. I think it's just letting them, and it couldn't be a very good dry run across our country as a EMP-type bomb if, if the uh, Chinese thing can't get across, if he shoots it down in Alaska. They had to have it go across the whole country, and this guy's a traitor, and he's going to be given a State of the Union. Okay. His, Thank remember you. Milley? Milley? Milley did the same thing. He said when Trump was president, he said, well, if, if Mr. Trump's coming unhinged, we're going to give you the, the heads up. We're going to call China and let them know what's going on. Yeah. That guy's a traitor back then. They should have kicked him off the Joint Chiefs then. Thank you, Michael, for your call here today. State of the Union, Christine in Benson, Arizona. You're on the air. Yes, uh, yes. Um, my mother was uh, born and raised in a concentration camp, and um, she just passed away about a year ago from COVID. I just want to say that what what those people experienced at that time is not going to compare to what's coming. Thank you. Thank you for your call, and we're sorry for your loss. Kathy, you and, you Kathy and Wayne, New Jersey, you're on the air. Hello, Kathy. Yeah. You're on the air. Why? I think the State of the Union is in trouble, and I think the demasculinization of men and the demoralization of family really makes us weak to other countries. And I think it's a plan, and I hope it can turn around. Thank you, Kathy. Malcolm in Osprey, Florida, you're on the air. Good afternoon. The uh, symptoms that you've talked about today about the State of the Union are all carefully explained by reading the book written in 1958 of the uh, Congress testimony on the Un-American Committee. The book was called The Naked Communist. So the state of the union is that they have attained, they meaning the communist, 44 out of the 45 uh, agendas that were identified in 1956. So the state of the union is desperate. We need Christ as King, Lord, and Savior. Thank you, Malcolm. Tony, Charleston, Illinois, you're on the air. Your assessment, the State of the Union. My, uh, uh, am I on, you say? You're on the air. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Uh, my assessment is just this, that the Bible clearly states, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to all people. And because the church is sitting on her hands, not doing anything, spreading the gospel, God will turn us over to whatever it is our hearts desire, and that's what people want, and that's what we're going to pay for, all of us, until we get back to the Bible, get back to the Word of God, and get back to the God of our salvation. Thank you all. Keep up your good work, and keep looking up and praying up, because he's coming back again. Thank you for the comment here. Star is next in Muscaday, Wisconsin. You're on the air, Star. Hi. Um, I just want to say this this council there, or whatever it is, that they're, they're bad. Prayer can crush the dynamic group that's got a hold on our nation. It can do it just by the click of a finger, and it can bring revival to all the righteous. So we need to pray for our leaders that they will repent and return to based on things based on Christian principles. So we need to pray that these dynamic forces that are in there trying to destroy our nation will be wiped out. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. While America, the beautiful, which is God's country, 
really is most definitely needs healing. It does. Thank you, Star, for your call. Christine is next in Racine, Wisconsin. You're on the air. The state of the nation is under divine judgment, and the judgment begins with the house of God. We are given the leaders we deserve, and the church, we need to be more concerned with giving the gospel in love, speak the truth in love, but give the biblical gospel. Do it now. Every human heart is going to cease soon, and there is no time to waste. We don't need to worry about our diets and our appearance and our kitty cats, but we need to worry about giving the gospel, church. Thank you, Christine. And uh, getting your assessment today, listeners, on the State of the Union. How do you see it from your eyes? Uh, The people speak here today. Mark is next in Newark, Ohio. Mark, you're on the air. Yeah, the State of the Union. I think it's pretty in a rough way to go right now. And uh, I think Joe Biden, like I've been hearing, is going to use the State of the Union for his next election campaign because I heard he's going to really say that he made this country better and great than what it was with Mr. Joe or Mr. Donald Trump. If people would open their eyes and just look what Trump did, I know he was uh, controversial, but he did good for this country. But and then just turn around and look what Joe Biden did. He he's everything he touches is a disaster. Okay. Thank you, Mark, so. for your comments, your assessment here today. Uh, we're going to John in New York City, New York, listening over the brand-new WVBN 103.9. John, you're on the air. Yeah, um, I've just got a quick comment about President Biden. I, I think he is possessed, completely possessed by satanic forces. He, his actions are, are are just unacceptable, and the staff that he has, his cabinet, they are they're equally as probably as possessed. This is, this is in the read Ephesians, you'll understand what I'm saying, that the devil is the master of the air. And it sounds, you know, to some people, religion sounds bad or corny, but I'm telling you, it's persisted for, for thousands of years. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. The Word of God will live forever and stand forever. It is true. Thank you, John, and and uh, welcome. Glad, uh, glad you found the signal there. Okay, and Mark in Monroe, Wisconsin, you're on the air. Yes, um, I think the uh, State of the Union is more accurately uh, described as state of con- the state of confusion. Um, God is not the author of confusion, so uh, one nation under God I don't think is even uh, equivalent to our uh, our uh, country right now. And uh, we, the people, I think, have been uh, replaced by they, the foreigners. So, um, again, I think there's a lot uh, on the plate right now. I think Joe Biden is going to do everything he possibly can to uh, bring uh, on anything uh, delusional that he can and try to dupe the American people. Thank you for your thoughts here today, uh, Mark, on the program. And uh, we're going to take a one-minute break. Those of you on the lines, uh, stay stay with us. We'll take pick uh, more calls here in the next segment here from Arizona, New York, and Tennessee. Our number to crosstalk is 800-733-9829. Tomorrow night, President Joe Biden will be delivering his State of the Union address. And we're asking you today, as listeners, uh, in light of where we are fiscally, educationally, uh, in energy independence, and in light of our military and our defense, uh, in foreign affairs, in light of uh, our border security, in light of the environment and food supply and transportation, in light of where we are morally and spiritually as a nation, how would you describe the State of the Union? Stay with us. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY American Network. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Frequent guest on my radio show and TV show is Colonel John Mills, who served on the National Security Council staff for two presidents. I also interview regularly Gordon Chang. Gordon Chang recently came out and said this Chinese balloon flying across America reveals that indeed war with China could come at any time. On my radio show on Monday afternoon of this week, Colonel John Mills said what China was doing shows that a strike of some kind could be imminent from China. That what they were gathering was all the information you would need to carry out various strikes on America. 
They were certainly gleaning information to go after America's vulnerable spots, including making sure they have all the information they need on our nuclear triad. Dr. Peter Vincent Pry warned this is one way you would also deliver an EMP to bring down the power grid. Colonel John Mills said this is the most dangerous time in America since the Cuban Missile Crisis. I'm Brandon House. The State of the Union, our topic here today on Crosstalk, as President Biden prepares a State of the Union for tomorrow evening. I'd like to hear from people across this nation as to how you assess the State of the Union. We are going to uh, continue in Queens, New York. And, Ed, thank you for calling Crosstalk. You're on the air. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, pretty much uh, the sentiment's been expressed by, since I've been listening by the majority of callers. This country is in a state of, of disrepair. We're, we're separated, we're bifurcated, we're not unified, and I, and I don't I don't see any good coming out of it. I mean, uh, prayer is good, but uh, I just don't think our leaders have the moral fortitude to actually turn this country around. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. Ed, thank you for your call and. Uh... Appreciate your finding the station as well. Let me just say the light at the end of the tunnel is indeed Jesus Christ. And uh, with him is indeed hope that we have through him. And uh, uh, our land does need healing. And it begins with prayer. It begins with repentance and seeking God's face, does it not? Let's go to Barry in Tennessee. Barry, you're on the air. Yes. um, Our state of the union is based on lies and deception. And I'll tell you, the situation needs to be turned around only by God, and it's through our churches. If our church, that's where the problem started, because when the churches start falling away from the sound gospel, this is why the stuff's all coming. Mm. If we get back on our face before God, pray and fast and seek God, um, God can turn this thing around. But I'll tell you what, it, it, Israel never did anything to she was she was put in, in a dire between the rock and the hard place, and I'm I'm afraid that's what's going to happen here. But I'll tell you what, if our pastors would get back to preaching the uncompromised gospel, people get back to the altar and praying and weeping and and, and being serious with God. God will do things for America again. Thank you for your call here today. David is next. Goodyear, Arizona. You're on the air. Hello, David. You're on the air. Yes, Jim. Praise God. I thank God every day on a daily basis for VCY America, his true word over the airwave. Jim, I let I have personally watched over the last few years since VCY came on the air in Phoenix, Arizona, dozens and dozens of people in church and on the streets that have returned to Christ or learned of Christ and have been saved because of VCY America. Oh, we praise God for that. David, how do you see the State of the Union? It's obviously... Malcolm, he... He said it spot on, your um, previous caller, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. He said it spot on, and I can't add anything to that. I can only say praise God. I have seen in my my personal church family a an awesome presence of college-age students who are just on fire for God. And I, I just want to say across the nation, across the world, College students rise up. We need you. America needs you. The world yeah. needs you. Thank you, David. Thank you for your call today. Jim in Wisconsin, you're on the air. Yeah, the Bible has a term uh, about what we're experiencing right now, and it's called perilous times. And that's where we're at mm-hmm. in our nation and throughout the world. And uh, I would just, I was just, uh, I was thinking about hearing about some of the previous callers and uh, the second one before me talking about praying. And I like to encourage, I refuse to sit and be lied to anymore, so I would encourage everybody to not watch the State of the Union address and instead gather your family around and pray for our nation instead. You'll gain, you'll, you'll gain a lot more by doing that. And uh, Brandon House kind of, his little clip uh, between segments here, talking about our nuclear, uh, the dangers that uh, China poses to our country. We are in a very, very, precarious situation here. So people, you need to pray. Pray for your loved ones that they'll come back to the Lord and that they will be ready for whatever comes. But we are in very perilous perilous times right now. Thank you, Jim, for your assessment. Uh, George in Olney, Illinois, you're on the air. 
Yeah, thank you for taking my call. The State of the Union is basically the same as it was yesterday and the day before that. There are those who have called upon the name of the Lord for salvation and those who have not. There's two camps, and uh, until we begin to act rather than just talk, because actions do speak louder than words, let's start loving one another. Thank you for your call. John in Roaming Shores, Ohio, you're on the air. Yes, uh, Chuck Colson, I think, said it, uh, what I think is, one, that we can have all the prisons that we want, we can have all the police that we want, they'll all be busy like anything, because we've lost the Judeo-Christian ethic, and that's kind of what other people have been saying. Thank you for your call. Travis is next in Tennessee, and Travis, you're on the air. Hello, Travis. Okay, we're going to Cheryl in Lubbock, Texas. Not sure who he's talking to. Cheryl, you're on the air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Uh, the State of the Union, as far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden has turned this nation upside down and inside out. And we've been in trouble ever since he got in office. And I do believe that the uh, the election was fraud. And I think that uh, President Trump was supposed to be president again. And people can say what they want to about President Trump and that. And, I mean, he has his faults just like everybody else does because he's human. But he did a lot for our nation while he was in office. He um, bettered the economy. Um, There was no wars. There was no fighting. Um, There was more peace in that. And there was not as many murders in that. So um, I don't know what his chances are running for election again But if he doesn't win, we do need a strong leader in office. And as far as the State of Union and that, I'm not going to even watch it because it's going to be nothing but lies. Thank you, Cheryl, for your assessment. We're out of time on the broadcast here today. But just hearing from across the nation, uh, your assessment, hearing the people speak, uh, and will that measure up to what we hear uh, coming forth in the address tomorrow evening? Let me encourage you this, and some of the listeners brought this up today, and that is, taking time to pray for our nation, to pray for our leaders, as Paul wrote to Timothy, as recorded in 1 Timothy chapter 2, starting at verse 1, I exhort, therefore, that first of all supplications, hear that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. How important it is for each to come to the knowledge of the truth in these times of mass deception taking place all across our land. Thanks again for tuning in today, and a special welcome to those of you in the Bronxville, New York City area, 103.9. So glad that uh, you'll be there to join us each day at the same time for Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.